This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast, episode 75 for this Friday, the 4th of March. What a glorious day today. The sun is shining as I look outside the Western Audio Productions window right now. And going, this is nice. Spring has well and truly arrived. Mind you, it's a bit nippy out there and set to be the same over the next couple of days. So do wrap up nice and warm, but I think it's mostly dry for the weekend. So how was your week? Hope it went well. There was racing at Powerstown Park this week. Did you go? Did you have a flutter? And more to the point, did you win? Staying with racing, we see Killinall jockey Rachel Blackmore, who went to school here in town, is set to feature on a new stamp from On Post. I wonder how Rachel will feel when she goes in to buy a stamp at a local post office to post a letter and she's kind of looking at herself on the stamp. That must be quite strange, but I like that idea. Well done to Mazzoni's Pizza in Clonmel who won two awards at the Yes Chef Takeaway Awards. Staying with food, we had Mmm Pancake Tuesday this week and also Lent's got underway. Are you giving up anything this year? No, me neither. The Gardaí had National Slowdown Day this week, with a car clock doing nearly 80 kilometres per hour on the Davis Road. Hope that wasn't you. Which, as we all know, has a speed limit of 50 kilometres per hour. Happy birthday to Shoes Cottage at the Westgate, who celebrated four years in business this week. And some parts of the town were without power earlier today after an electricity outage. This happened around 12.30 this afternoon and lasted for about an hour and 10, 20 minutes. So, what is coming up this week on the Clonmel Podcast, I hear you ask? Well, I take a trip to Carey's Castle and chat to Peter Taylor and also meet his massive Newfoundland dog, Luna. Fundraisers and collection points for the people of Ukraine. Pilates classes in town. Bingo, more jobs and oh, so much more great stuff coming up this week. The Clonmel Podcast. But first, the Alison Cronin Dance Academy are holding a fun dance class with donations going to the Ukraine Crisis Appeal and here's Jessica Stokes to tell us more. I'm joined by Jessica Stokes from the Alison Cronin Dance Academy here in the Old Bridge to tell us about an outdoor family fitness class taking place in Kilsheelan. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Mark. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you for having me. So it looks like a great event. Tell us more. Um, so we've decided um, to run an event um, for the Ukraine Crisis Appeal, which is by the Red Cross. Um, it's an outdoor fun family fitness class. Um, it's not just for families. You can bring your friends, you can come on your own, and you can come on your with your family. Um, it's for all ages, all abilities. It's not about being the fittest person. It's just about having fun, coming together, and trying to raise as much money as we can for this appeal. So tell us what sort of exercises people will be doing on the day okay um well it's very simple it will just be a quick short workout um it will just be like jumping jacks some sit-ups some high knees like very no nothing (laughs) nothing at all that's not what we're trying to do we just want to get families out friends out everyone out together socializing um and having a good time and trying to raise as much money Now, it's on this Sunday. What time is it starting at? It starts at half ten, so the actual class starts at half ten, but we're very lucky. Um, We have Fetch Coffee um, run by Rachel and Kevin, who will be with us also at the K-Plan in Kilsheelan on Sunday morning. Um, But they will be there from about ten o'clock, so you can grab a coffee or a hot drink beforehand, and they'll also be staying around afterwards. And everything that they raise as well um, will also be going towards our fund. Um, so that's amazing as well. 
That's very nice of them as well. How do people donate? Is it like a bucket collection? Yes, it will be. It will be a bucket collection on the day. Um, of course, I've had a lot of people say that they can't make it for one reason or another and they'd still like to donate um which is absolutely brilliant you know obviously it'd be even greater if we can have a great turnout but um if you would like to donate you can just pop me a message and um you can drop it to the studio or we'll arrange a way that um everyone who wants to donate can donate Okay, set to be a great day this coming Sunday. And where's it on again? Um, it's this Sunday, um, come from 10 a.m. The class will start at 10.30 a.m. And it's on in the K-Plan Kilsheelan. But all the details are on um, Alison Cronin Dance Academy social media pages. We have a Facebook and an Instagram. So you can find all the details there. Um, if you need like the air code, things like that. Or if you need to contact us, if you have any more if you need any more information, um, you can contact us and all our details are on our social media pages, Alison Cronin Dance Academy. All right, Jess, best of luck with it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you, Jess. Now, staying with the Ukraine crisis appeal, a collection point has been set up in the Scanstec office out the Care Road for essential items for the people of Ukraine. They're looking for thermal clothing, new or in good condition, lightweight warm blankets, nappies, toothpaste, toothbrushes, bars of soap, first aid kits, cup of soups, tea, coffee, etc. The office is open 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. And you can also contact Sarah on this number, 083 118 1888. The collection will run until Tuesday, the 8th of March. That's next Tuesday. Care Club Clonmel also have a donation centre at Dudley's Mills. You can email careclubclonmel at gmail.com for more details or call this number 87 680 Cody House are holding a coffee morning fundraiser for the people of Ukraine tomorrow, Saturday. That's March the 5th from 10am to 4pm. Money raised will purchase urgent medical supplies from Irish-owned Pharmacare in Cork through Dalton's Pharmacy in Feathered. Get more details on the Clonacody House Facebook and Instagram pages. Ronan Collins and Friends, a tribute to the show bands in Song and Story, is coming to the newly refurbished Feathered Ballroom on Saturday the 19th of March at 8pm. There'll be a disco to follow and a bar extension. Tickets are €25, with profits raised going to aid Ukraine, and you can get your tickets from the Family Carers Office by dialing this number 086-196-7482. The Feathered Car Boot Sale this Sunday will have a drop-off point if you'd like to donate any items to help the families in Ukraine. They're looking for warm blankets, sleeping bags, footwear, toiletries, etc. And well done to everyone in Clonmel and surrounding areas who organise drop-off points and fundraisers to help the crisis in Ukraine. The Willow Tree Autism Project are having an Easter egg hunt on the 11th to the 15th of April. The price is €20. To book and get more details, go to the Willow Tree Autism Project Facebook page where you can also find out more about their two-day Easter camps. A new Pilates class is on every Monday and Thursday at Marleyfield Road, Clonmel, 9.15am and 7pm. There's beginners, intermediate and advanced classes. To book and to find out more, you can contact Annette on this number 089-238-0382 or email info at pilateswithannette.ie. 
Bingo continues at Hillview Sports Club this coming Monday night. What better way to spend a Monday with a chance of winning lots of cash with a jackpot standing at €1,000 and two grand in prize money. It's even worth just going to see their lovely new tables. Very swanky indeed. Now the doors open at 7pm with eyes down at 8. Good luck. Uproar Rock Chorus are holding their table quiz in Eldon's Bar this coming Thursday, the 10th of March at 8pm. Teams are four, price is €20 per table. There'll be a raffle and hopefully a performance from Uproar Rock Chorus too. Proceeds are going to Uproar to raise funds for their trip to Spain to take part in the Sing for Gold competition. The Kilsheelan 10-miler takes place on St. Patrick's Day. There will also be a charity 5K walk along the Blue Way with proceeds going to Cancer Care Clonmel. Get more details and to sign up on the Kilsheelan 10-mile run Facebook page. The Clonmel Duathlon takes place on Easter Monday, that's the 18th of April. And to facilitate this, the road at Sir Thomas Bridge and Ferry House and the path along the Blue Way from Mulcahy Park to Sir Thomas Bridge will be closed from 9am to 3pm. And good luck to everyone who's taking part in that. Now, the Guardian have been on to ask us to make sure we secure our sheds and outhouses, keep them locked after a spate of burglaries around the Clomel area, where bikes, lawnmowers and power tools were recently stolen. Guardian have also advised home farm and business owners to photograph their bicycles, lawnmowers, tools, etc. for ID purposes. Best of luck to the Loretto Secondary School who have their spring concert next Thursday, the 10th of March, in the Loretto Sports Hall. Now, this is set to be a fantastic evening of entertainment. Tickets are €10 for adults, 5 for students, and you can book yours now by calling the school on this number, 052-61-21402. That's 052-61-21402. Strictly Seesaw is coming to the Talbot Hotel Poppy Fields on Friday the 1st and Saturday the 2nd of April. Doors open at 7pm with the show starting at 8pm. Tickets are €25 with proceeds going to community suicide awareness workers and you can get your tickets from the hotel. I'll have more on this in the coming weeks. A walk-in COVID-19 vaccination clinic for children aged 5 to 11 will take place tomorrow, Saturday the 5th of March from 9am to 12pm at the Vaccination Centre, now at Gertner Floor Business Park, not the Talbot Hotel anymore. No appointment is necessary and children must be accompanied by an adult. As part of the Adult Learners Festival 2022, the ETB will be holding a walk and talk along the Blue Way for learners, potential learners and staff. This is happening next Thursday, the 10th of March at quarter past 10 in the morning. The meeting point is the gym in the Barracks Campus, where you can access through the Dillon Street entrance. And finally, Cool School are holding an Easter camp for kids aged four and up at the St. Peter and Paul's Primary School in town from Monday the 11th to Friday the 15th of April from 9.30am to 2pm. Price is €60 with a reduction for families. For more details, contact this number 087 915 Right. Job-wise this week, what do we have? The Gourmet Butcher at the showgrounds are looking for part-time sales assistants for midweek and weekends. If interested, email your CV to info at thegourmetbutcher.ie. Clonmel Glass and Mirrors in Mary Street are looking for someone to train in the glass and glazing business. No experience is required as training will be given. If interested, email your CV and cover letter to info at clonmelglassandmirrors.com by Friday the 11th of March. 
A retail assistant is wanted in Iceland. That's the supermarket, not the country. Old joke. I know. I always throw that in. It's at the Showground Shopping Centre. €10.50 an hour. ie.indeed.com slash jobs. Have all the details there for you. A customs coordinator is wanted at Glenpatrick Springwater. Salary 28 to 30 grand a year. Once again, go to ie.indeed.com slash jobs for more. The Bunker in town are looking for a chef. 14 euros an hour. ie.indeed.com slash jobs. Have all the details. Hemera Salon on the Davis Road have two jobs on offer. A hairstylist and front of house. Jobalert.ie has all the details there for you. Raheem House are looking for a night porter. Three nights a week, 10.30pm to 7.30am. If interested, contact Mark on this number. 05261-22140 or email info at rahinhouse.ie. Waiting staff, bar staff are wanted at the View restaurant at the golf course. 11 euros an hour. Get more on ie.indeed.com slash jobs. And Curtin's Garage are looking for a fully qualified mechanic. 35 to 50 grand a year. More details on their Facebook page. Curtin's Garage, Clonmel repairs, sells, tyres. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clomel podcast, it's free of charge. All you have to do is email the Clomel podcast at gmail.com. Okay, time for this week's interview. And I took a trip to Carey's Castle to chat to Peter Taylor, accompanied by his giant dog, Luna. The Clomel podcast. I've come to Carey's Castle as the rain starts to come down on a cold winter's day. And I'm joined by... Peter Taylor from Bannerclue Mellor. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. With Luna the dog, of course. New Luna the Newfoundland. Newfoundland, yes, my little dog of only 60 kilograms thereabouts. She's gorgeous, though. Yeah, beautiful. Often well behaved. <laughs> so we're starting here with your favourite part of Clonmel, am I right? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, quite a well known part of Clonmel since I grew up near here. Not actually in the forest, but down the road a bit in a house. Mm. Um, I would have come here as a younger person cycling mountain bikes and actually great place to yeah. do a bit of mountain biking isn't it yeah very extensive um it goes to well it goes wherever you want if you're if you're fit and able so as a young lad you would have hung around here yeah uh straight on here goes to ballymac eventually or to the cross or probably kill mcdonald's if you go far enough <laughs> do you know much about Carey's castle itself no, but I could make things up. I think the castle is not really a castle. I think it's a... Yeah, I think you're right there. I think it's... I read or heard or made up in my mind that it's somewhere between a a prop and a folly. A nice looking thing in the forest. I don't know was it ever inhabited, but it is quite well built, so it was. If it was, before my time. So this was this was your, your place that maybe friends as well hanging out here? Oh, yeah, there was a... I was here, a bicycle gang, but I had some friends in cycling too. I had some friends as a younger man. Um, and this was one of the places we'd go. Uh, there's lots of places around Clanmel, not too far off the roads, that are uh, interesting and extensive and uh, still close enough to home if you get into trouble, which we occasionally did. Oh, I think everyone did as a, a young person. Well, I mean, bicycle Innocent trouble. Like, well, it wasn't, um, it wasn't illegal trouble, but it was things like falling off and breaking bits. <laughs> so you were still relatively accessible. <laughs> it's a gorgeous area around here, though. It really, really is. Tell us about yourself. So you were saying you're from around here? Yes. Uh, raised, born in Waterford, technically raised in 
in McCama there, just down the road a little bit. Yeah. Um, now living in McThomas, it's very important not to live in the town you work in so that they can't get you. <laughs> I won't ask you who's after you. ask who they are <laughs> or what they're getting me for. But yeah, you're further away. It's nice. Uh, and if you don't mind driving, it's all right, I suppose. If you do start minding driving, it becomes a difficulty. But we'll, we'll get to that in due course. And uh, school-wise, where did you go to school in town? Uh, primary, pre-primary, mm. um, which would be infants, I think it was the presentation. Primary for two years. I was young at the time, so I don't really remember. Uh, and then St Mary's in Irish Town, and then the high school. Uh, until the end of my... Uh, officially required educational years. Oh, there's a big rope over there. We might try that later. Oh, yeah. Look at that hanging out we from the stream there. <laughs> if we take a run up, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what was the plan? Did you have any idea what you no, wanted to do back then? I've, we must explain you're a music teacher now. Yes, uh, I, I struggle with the term musician, as I said to you earlier. Mm. Um, it doesn't sit comfortably. I think musicians are better than I am. Or should be better than I am. I am a, I'm quite a good teacher, I think. Right. I'm very enthusiastic, which helps. Uh, I normally do primary, so the kids are very enthusiastic as well, so we get on fine with the same mental age of approximately seven or eight. Um, <laughs> and whatever is recorded, usually band stuff, I generally see it, and I probably shouldn't, but it's kind of feeder schools for Banatlumala in, in Tamil, so we have a constant sort of turnover throughput of kids. So we're not, um, well, we're not lacking for it, which we haven't been so far. And when you were at school, did you have a music teacher? No. Um, oh, no, not at all. I'm sure there was singing and stuff that went on, but nothing official. There was no music yeah. course, so I did it um, secondary school outside of school for Leaving Cert. And I think I passed it. And I where did the interest come from? Hmm. That's a... I suppose by doing it, really. I joined the band when I was about 10. So in fourth class or... Third class, fourth class, somewhere around there. No real plan to join it. I had a brother in it. And I said, I might go into that. Or someone said to me, do you want to join the band? And I said, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's more likely. Um, and could you play then? No. No? I had some very rudimentary um, piano experience. I could recognise a piano from 40 feet away, mm. but not play much of it. I can now recognise it at 10 feet and still not play much of it. <laughs> I have a working knowledge, as we professionals say, of the piano. That's definitely a piano, I can say that. <laughs> um, useful tool for teaching, even if it's just a couple of fingers like I um, do. But yes, that, that piano lessons first didn't really do well with those, didn't understand what it was for. But I was for, like now. Um, going and crying, crying while you're there, come away crying. Yeah. Only less so because you're going away. Probably dreaded the lesson to not do any practice. Yeah, so well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what she expected of me to practice as well as not to any more practice, but <laughs> yeah, she didn't have a lot to work with. And you mentioned that you, you teach kids instruments as well. Yeah. But wind instruments, is it? Wind instruments, yeah. Um, trumpet is my main instrument, mm -hmm. what I started on in the band. Well, we probably started on recorders, really. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> Go on, get this. Can I? Can Everyone I? Hates no, it's not that. Is and maybe you could explain this to me. Why is it that when you're at school and you're being taught music, it's always recorders? Tell me why. 
Uh, probably very practical reasons of they're mm. cheap, they're easily accessible, uh, they don't really break unless you really go at it. Yeah. Um, and they're easy to blow, there's no, there's no blowing technique, you can use your nose and it still makes a sound. So the difficult younger kids might be purely physical finger movements, having the motor control yet to cover three holes. Yeah. But uh, I, the way I do it, I'm quite keen that they learn to read music as well so we don't just use letters. Um, Is that tough to learn how to read music? No, it's, you need to know about six things and then you're quite effective. Right. Like any other language, like these are most languages, you yeah. need to learn six things. But like anything else, any other subject, you can go as in, in depth as you want, historically or whatever you want, and make it more difficult. But to be an effective music reader, you need to know what the notes are, how long they last. And then it's purely making the instrument go, which is more the physical aspect. And I think you can teach all that. I don't know you can teach music. I can't, I can't go, not musical, right, less than your musical, but you can right. discover and expand and make better and encourage and make enthusiastic. But so that's it, you start off on the recorder. Anyway, yeah. uh, are, they, are they worth something now, recorders, by the way? I've got an old wooden one at home. Some of them can be, yes, not my, the, the, the plastic ones. They were a big thing at school, weren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, some of them are awful. Yeah. The coloured plastic ones seem to be cheaper, but they're very inexpensive, so they probably are. But again, I mean, it's a bit unnecessary at the starting level when it really is just a tool for fingers to get associating reading with finger movements. And then you can progress onto a saxophone with the same fingers, a bit more complicated, but the same movement, same reading. So it's a very useful step or starting point in second class, third right. class, where they're small and it's cheap. And if the school has to provide them, it's not a lot of money. Whereas providing a class full of saxophones is a... Oh, wow, well, yeah. A bigger difficulty. They're, they're, they can be expensive. Apart from expense and logistics. I'm sure the kids would love it, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would be available to teach a full class of saxophones from scratch. So you were around 10 when you joined Banaclumella. Yeah. And what did you go in to do or learn or play? I, nothing, really. Um, we're still trying to today that there's nothing necessarily for beginners. Uh, unless they really want to play, I want to play trumpet, and it's mm. quite a good sign then. Whereas if someone comes to me and says, I want to try out a flute, oh, I can't play it, I'll try clarinet, oh, I can't play it, they generally don't stick around anything long enough to get into it. So, what, so what did you what did you play? I probably started on recorder and then went to trumpet. Right, OK. Um, again, I, it was a while ago. Um, Big contrast. Yes or no? To, to a trumpet. Uh, recorder to trumpet. I'd like to say yes, but I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's not... I doubt I was very good at it straight away. Yeah. Because it's new. A lot of it is just lips. The fingers is straightforward. If you've got three fingers, you can do the mechanical bit. Or the control is the blowing. Um, I don't remember it being particularly difficult, but it was a long time ago. Right, OK. You know, uh, we're here at Carey's Castle talking to Peter Taylor. Do you remember your first, your, your first performance? In Banaclum oh, Miller? No, there's a thing. Uh, probably not. <laughs> or I might have made up one in my head that was a few put together. <laughs> Memory being an imperfect thing. Was it mass at all? Was it a St. Peter and Paul's? No, it wasn't that. No. That's reserved for people who can play an instrument, I would say. I would hope. It was probably something like a concert for parents. Something like that. That's normally the first thing that our, a junior band would do. The first official outing. Um, we call it a parents' night, so it's a concert for you know parents and friends and patrons. 
look at little Johnny trying to play his trumpet, or in my case, yeah. Peter trying to play his trumpet. <laughs> but I mean, that was a, a big thing, the mass, wasn't it? St. Peter and Paul's Christmas Day. Oh yes, it still is. It's uh, an extraordinary thing. I suppose, for various reasons, it's the fullest of churches at any time, yeah. not including the band, which takes up a lot of space. Um, a lot of our ex-members would come to it just maybe just that. Yeah. Lapsed Catholics as they are, um, bad citizens, but they definitely come to that. There's a lot of, I don't know, a lot of belonging in the band. You know, so if you've left, you still belong to it. So there's got that that still sort of connection with it. Well, I'm sure there's great memories for people as well being you in know, it. We were part of, and for the kids, it doesn't matter what they're part of, as long as they're part of something and putting in enough. You know, you can manage certainly with with music that kids aren't particularly good at it or having the space or the time or the huge interest to practice all the time if they're doing enough they're you know they're still welcome as long as they're not actively against us you can work with them if they're bad at it or finding it difficult and turning up you can do an awful lot whereas very good kids find it easy and don't turn up you can't do much with them yeah do you know and, so and, and what about your do you remember your first saint patrick's day parade uh, since it's coming up not really <laughs> I, I suspect it was in Clonmel um, I would imagine back then which was probably 30 years ago I suppose oh it's easily 30 years ago that's generous 35 years ago um, we might have been a lot of sort of newer junior members and not all of them played on the Patrick's Day I can't remember or weren't able to or couldn't march or couldn't go the right way I could have been one of those <laughs> So I would be left out or not. I can't remember. Yeah. And then Limerick would have been the, a day or two after the Sunday, probably after that. So same thing in Limerick. That was the band. Also the band competition. The band competition. Yeah, it's called. Um, it's on again this 20th of March, which is nice. Uh, the first time in a couple of years again because of COVID. Um, so that would have been the second capital O official yeah. gig. Um, and we learned all the marching music off or tried to or did our best. I don't think I got any views when I was there. I just learned it by listening to people beside me, but I could have made that up too. But it is a, it is a good skill to have. I don't need the music. I can probably still play well enough <laughs> <laughs> to call it the same tune. So, uh, so, so the weather's taken a bit of a change. It yes. was lovely and sunny when we came out, and now it's kind of, uh, I think, hailstone, sleet. Yes. We're now going to attempt to cross the river here this in Carey's Castle. This is the place of Carey's Castle I don't remember. This is great. I'm, I'm relying on you, Peter. So... If you, if you hear a splash, you that's... get back to where we <laughs> If you hear a splash, that's either me or Peter falling in. Oh! <laughs> oh dear, we've, we've made it safely across the, the stream. Oh, here we are. I've just seen a little branch there. I thought we have to kind of, you know, uh, balance our way across this. Thank God we don't. There's, there's, no, there's no river at all. It's really coming down here now, isn't it? Yeah. And to make matters worse, I'm wearing sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't take off because they're prescription. I'm able to see where I'm going. So, yeah. So, this year, the parade, Grand Marshal Danny Carroll. Yes, not before time, may I say. <laughs> um, I don't know what he thinks about it, but it is quite nice, isn't it? Quite oh, nice I think it's, it's fitting, it really, really is. He'd probably last the course, or they'll probably provide a car. <laughs> Again, which is fitting. Okay, there's no way I'm going to wade across that, Peter. <laughs> well, if you put your mind to it, if you really wanted to play the instrument, you'd do it. We've just come and along so now, and we've, 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 yeah, met, this isn't the way. we've met the stream. This we could isn't get... the way today. 
We could get that, that bit of wood back there, that branch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have we got across the river again? We could, we could pole vault. There's, there's easier way. There's less, um, less... Luna, any idea where we're going? Luna the dog Luna might know. Across the road, you <laughs> want to go swimming, dog? Just jump on Luna's back. She'll carry us across. Yeah. <laughs> Her hips are bad. But yeah, so Danny Carroll, Grand Marshal. Yes. Um, Tailcoat pressed. Yeah, all ready to go. Yes. As we were saying, it's, it's very fitting that Danny is being one of the founder members of the band as yes, well. Yes, founder member, uh, lifetime president. So we can't be ousted. Um, very much, yeah, maybe a little bit more, well, less foreground active than he has been, um, but still very much involved. And always, always good man at the helm of things. Sensible and, you know, for the band rather than for yeah. what people might want of the band. Because there's only... Yeah, you get you get booked for gigs and ah oh, sure send down a few of the band a bit of colour would be lovely and it doesn't work like that. All right. Because then you end up having I'll just pick a couple of the band and it looks bad and we're one band. It tried to be one band, which is why the Christmas Day mass gets so packed because about ninety of us there taking up all the space. Uh, other sensibly sized bands would be about thirty, which is a much more portable. How many size. is in? How many is in Band of Clamella? Currently, including, including the Colour Guard, we have. About 130, I think. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, probably another... Quite keen to get a hold of another... Or not miss anybody out who's interested and will be useful. So there's probably another... Maybe 30 in schools that we could take in. Is there a certain age you have to be to join Banner Ideally, so 9 or 10 is good, because then we have them for years. Whereas, you know, 15 or 16, they might make quicker progress. And what is the age limit? There isn't really one, but they tend to... College gets in the way. Do you know, right, it's, a, yeah. it's a big ask if you're in college in Galway to come back for a Thursday night practice. Do you know, it's a... And people have other things to do, lives to do, and well, that's a lot it. of people have band time and then right college time. That's done. Thanks for the time. So um, I gather at the moment there's a lot of practising going on for the parade, is there? Yeah, well, we have, because of COVID, we haven't been doing as much as we normally would the last couple of years, although we're not doing too badly. So we've been out every Sunday in the barracks doing the marching practice, which we don't do a lot of because there aren't too many... Uh, parades, but you still want to make it look as good as you can. Uh, and again, we have a new band than we had two years ago because of changes, you know, so trying to get it as tidy as we can uh, in the time that we have. We couldn't have started any earlier. We started in January, but we wouldn't normally, but the weather's been quite nice. It hasn't rained as much yet. Unlike today. But there's still three weeks to go. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike, as you said, today, yeah. <laughs> I would pick this day to record a podcast, wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, I do apologise. Podcast would fit here. It'd be hard to fit a marching band in this forest where we are now. We can always try. The dog would like it, wouldn't you, dog? Good dog. So we're all looking forward to the parade, of course, and the best of luck to Banaclumella. Thank you. With the uh, band competition in Limerick. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, again its first year in first year since, back for a since COVID. Years, yeah, with it, it really has. Arguably fewer bands, maybe some American bands, but unless they've booked confidently flights well in advance, they probably aren't coming. Or they might come to Dublin Parade and then go to Europe. Might better, more use of their time or more American, European trip, whatever it's going to be. So I think there's 12 bands booked for Limerick so far. But, you know, we might get more than that. Any bands like things to do, so... I would say so, yeah, I, I think so. I think as things nice. start to open up more... Yeah, think, yeah. And, I'm that, not, and they'll know, be dying to play as well. Yeah, uh, I'm not overly pushed about, you know, winning or losing a drawing as long as we go there and do the best we can do. Have, have we won it? Have we Has, has Banacoman won it before? I, I, yeah, things I should know. Um, so I can always lie, it's fine. 
Oh, definitely have. You almost every year, <laughs> except for once when they took against. Um, yeah, one year last time we were there, time before two two years, well two uh, active years ago, we did a an arranged for Dreams Cranberries song. Oh, which beautiful, went very well in Limerick. Yeah, it's yeah, you love it. To say, and you're yeah. right. Very well, clever. Who well, thought up that now? Uh, yeah, it was me a bit, but anyway. <laughs> I didn't really think of it in those terms. I thought that's a song we could play at range that we find it. It'll, it'll sound good. And love straight. it in Limerick. Then, They'll oh, love yeah, it. Limerick. Oh, she's from there. Yeah, because I'm intelligent. Um, and it went down a bomb. Yeah, which is nice. And I, I don't know who win that. You often win things like you know best dressed, which is nice too, because it isn't just the music that comes out. If you don't, the uniforms don't fit. Mm. It looks worse no matter how much practice. And that's a huge job by itself. You know that no one sees who's doing it or what's done or how long it takes or the organising and the niceness that's going will you please come down so I can measure uniform rather than not coming down <laughs> and being nice about it all the time so that's a that's a massive sort of unseen job you don't see the organisation needed to make them look to make it look nice like it looks and, and of course with the band I'm sure you've travelled in different parts of the world yeah uh, any favourites down to mind Czech Republic in I'm going to say 2000 could be a lie again uh, when they joined the EU uh, their opening service so band from every country was invited we were invited uh, very interesting food that nobody ate much of but a very nice country uh, culturally different to us uh, and our fine young people <laughs> who weren't brought up on dumplings so much um, but yeah very nice nice to be invited nice to go and do parades and concert stuff and do what we do there um, generally we travel to places we're associated with the town so Twin Cities yeah. Peoria in Illinois in America I've been there twice which is nice for their 4th of July festivities uh, you know Americans are nice people in spite of the news and all the news they get they're nice can you take some kids into your house yeah can of course how many can we have you know can I take in 10 yes please <laughs> and then drive them around and then drive them back when they forgot their shoes and then collect them again and, yeah, and feed them yeah yeah very accommodating yeah, yes marvellous which is a, that's another big difficult ask Stepping aside from Bannaclou Miller, let's go back to when you finished school. What other jobs did you have in town? Uh, I worked in Den Patrick Springwater for a number of years. Is that the old factory now? Uh, Cashel Road. It was the existing one, so I don't think Cashel Road. That was that was maybe Mary's had changed its name, which is subsidiary or auxiliary parallel company. Um, the one on the bypass. So I suppose it's not the original one, but the second one. It was the one that I knew. Yeah. The one that I went to in the morning. And um, um, what you do there? I was a forklift driver and sort of stores person, so I'm kind of in charge of everything coming in and out. There's three or four of us doing that. Everything except the water out of the ground would pass through the, I don't know, the, the in-office. Sounds fancy, but it wasn't that fancy. Um, and then on to Bulmers after that, driving a forklift, which was just driving a forklift, sitting by yourself for eight hours a day in a forklift, moving things around the place, uh, which suited me fine. Well, I have to ask a question. Did you ever drop a pallet? Yes, almost every week, every couple of days. The, uh, was it a pallet of drink? Yes. Uh, so I was in the wines of spirits. So Did you go out with straws and start no, no, <laughs> sucking never, it never up? I was overly interested in the alcohol personally. Um, but even that's a that's a low point in someone's life. Isn't it? <laughs> I know there's glass in it, but sure, probably it'll be grand. If no one sees it, it'll be okay. But yeah, the sound of a pallet of whiskey dropping for 50 feet makes a oh, marvellous sound. You wouldn't always do it deliberately. But uh, yeah, makes a big mess, but a great sound. How long are you in Bournemouth for? four years five years something like that it's funny the amount of people I speak to who worked in Bournemouth they were a big yeah. employee of the town weren't they yeah a bit less so now yeah. um, but back in the day back in the yeah uh, for many years 
a lot of the, you know, my main thing is the band, so a lot of the band members would have been, or staff members or whatever else would have been down there. Um, uh, less so now, and this kind of, I suppose, things have changed, haven't they? It's, yeah. Everything is different. Contract work or various work or things have scaled down or got Even the trucks, the trucks went, didn't they, some years ago? Yeah, they were all their own. You'd always see a Bournemouth lorry on the road, no matter where you were in the country. Yeah. You still see them, but they're not owned by the company. No, it's yeah. Lucy, I think, isn't it? It is cheaper, yeah. yeah. Um, I presume it's business, you know, business is business. Um, Sad to see that. Well, things move on. Oh, it's nostalgic, isn't it? It mm. is, yeah. I like the idea of, yeah, company owning trucks and that's good. And you see the ads and they're not a bit like what it actually was because it's idealised version of floating apples. Actually, there's a point. Were you ever asked to appear in the Bournemouth ad or the no, Magnus ad on TV? I don't think they were There's a guy called John Conan. He's in that. All oh, right. He's uh, always in them. Yeah, no. That's I think they were shot around the... the Probably oh, towards the back. The orchard, the, I think yeah, it was, yeah. Stylized version of how it worked in Bulmers, which didn't ever line up with what actually went on. <laughs> and then the new one with the floating apples that flowed out of the truck. <laughs> that seems to be a surprise when they tip it up, but they were fine when it was lying down flat. <laughs> and then, oh, we need, yeah. But that. <laughs> yeah, it was like that in my day, back in the old days. But happy days. Good days. Yeah. Um, oh, just a job and days, that was it. Days. Yeah. No particular thoughts of advancement there. But like everything else in my life, I had no plan. I've never had a plan. <laughs> I might get one of these days. Um, well, surely now you're a music teacher, you, you teach oh, yeah, kids music. It just kind of happens. Just kind of happens. Well, how did that happen? <laughs> it sounds worse. Um, it's funny, you're right. Things do just happen like yeah. that. We have no intention at all. I didn't plan it. I mean, it's... I suppose I started teaching some of the younger members of the band and then some privately, and then it went from there. A couple of the schools asked me to do a bit in there because I would have been known for the band. I as I recall, but I've no, I don't recall the trajectory of plan, right, step one, teach kids, step two, get better at it, yeah. step, reverse that, get better again at it, <laughs> apologise to all the kids start, and then do better again, um, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a lot of the part of the musician job, you're not really a musician, you're a lot of your job, no matter what you do, unless you're solo performer on tour, a lot of your job is teaching, no matter where you play, concert or orchestra, symphony orchestra, your job is teaching as well, um, which is probably better because then you've got players teaching rather than academics. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah maybe not academic. Well, yeah, that's not the right word, but uh, practical experience was wonders. Well, listen, thank you for taking me to one of your favourite parts of Clonmel and a place you yes, grew up. I think, yes. I think the, uh, the rain has stopped. Well. We're okay. And thank you to Luna, the Luna, gorgeous Newfoundland, as we now have to attempt to make our way back across the stream. Oh, so we'll go back down, though they came up, I think. <laughs> I think it you're won't right. Be as bad as all that. So from Carey's Castle, Peter Taylor. From Bannerclough Miller, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast this week. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. The Clonmel Podcast. Thank you, Peter, and thank you, Luna. So there we have it. That is the Clonmel Podcast for this Friday, the 4th of March. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email theclonmelpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, you'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also on the Clonmel Podcast website, www.theclonmelpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and look after one another. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.